Hi there, and welcome to episode 19 of the Smart English Coach podcast. This is the podcast that helps you to get to advanced English level fast. In the last episode, we looked at something unique to advanced level, which is how you can stay motivated. We looked at two different types of motivation, as well as different activities and goals. If you want to listen to that episode again, it's episode 18, and I'll put a link to it in the show notes. In this second part, we're going to look at what you can do when you have a setback or failure in your English. How can you recover from it so that you keep going? So when I say setback or failure, I'm talking about all the situations where you feel bad about your English performance. So the times when you say something like, oh, why didn't I remember the right word? Or, oh my God, I completely messed up that client meeting. Or I completely messed up the presentation. Or I ruined the conference. And we'll look at the feelings that come with setbacks. So you might feel embarrassment. For example, when you have to ask someone to repeat something lots of times. You might even feel humiliation or shame. So those situations where you think you should be able to say something without making mistakes. Or the situations when you think your colleagues are going to think badly of you. And you might even feel fear that you won't get a job or a project or a promotion because of your English. Okay, that's enough negativity. How can you recover from setbacks or from these difficult feelings? I'm going to look at both practical ways to deal with setbacks and also ways to deal with negative emotions. The first thing to say is that setbacks or failures are useful feedback. So if it happens to you, think about what went wrong. Try to be as objective as possible. For example, you didn't find the right word or the right grammar construction. Maybe you didn't speak clearly or maybe you didn't understand the other person. And then think about why that happened. Is it because you have a lack of vocabulary or you don't know enough grammar? Is it because you are unsure about how to say something Maybe you don't know the right phrase, or maybe you're unsure about your pronunciation. Or maybe you didn't feel very fluent. Maybe you haven't had the opportunity to practice the phrases that you need. It's also worth asking yourself if the problem was really your English, or if it was something else. For example, if you didn't get the result that you wanted from your conversation... Maybe you didn't persuade the other person because your arguments weren't clear and that's not a fault of your English. Or maybe you didn't have a great interview with someone because you couldn't find things to talk about or you felt shy. And again, that's not because of a lack of English. So when you've thought about why things didn't go well, then you know what you have to do to have a better conversation the next time and this is why setbacks are valuable. They can show you what to improve. It could be that you need to improve something in general, for example, your listening skills. Or it could be that you need to improve your English for a specific event. For example, you need to prepare before an interview and then you need to practice. As an English coach, I can help you with that. And I'll put my link in the show notes as well. The second part of all this is to address the emotions around setback and failure. 
Of course, when you think you failed at English, the feelings are pretty strong, as we mentioned before. So emotions can range from embarrassment to annoyance with yourself and even to fear and resentment. And again, it's worth trying to be as objective as possible. What's causing you to feel this way? So here's a personal example for you. At the moment, I'm doing some training completely unrelated to my teaching and coaching work. The training is going okay, except for how I use a particular device. I'm finding it really hard to know what button to press and in what order. There's no manual and each time I get it wrong, I feel really angry with myself. I'm thinking that I'll never be able to master it and that also makes me feel humiliated. After all, other people can do it. And if I examine my feelings, I know I'm feeling irritated because I like to learn things quickly. I don't like making mistakes because I think other people will consider me stupid and teachers never want to feel stupid. So what I should do is to reframe all this and tell myself what I tell my students. It takes time and it takes practice. Don't get angry with yourself if you don't get things right first time or even the second time or even the third time. So how could that work for you? If you feel disappointed by your English performance in a conversation, you can say to yourself that it's an experience that all people go through when using a second language. You can't run before you can walk, as we say. You can also put it in the overall context of your ability. Maybe it was a bad English day. Not everybody or everything is perfect all the time. Basically, give yourself permission to get it wrong sometimes, to be human. Above all, give yourself another opportunity to do it to your satisfaction another time, because the next time you might get it right. And what if the setback is more serious? So if you think you've lost a job or a promotion opportunity because of your English, there's something I've heard other coaches say which I think is fantastic and it's this. When you say you can't do something or you aren't ready for something, add the word yet. For example, I didn't get the job, I didn't get the promotion, I'm not ready for it yet. So this turns the feeling around. Instead of feeling angry, you're motivated to do what it takes to get ready for success. You didn't get what you wanted this time, but if you keep going, you'll be ready for it in the future. It's a difference between feeling disappointed and feeling energized to go after what you want. Don't forget, if you want me to give you suggestions about what to work on, what to improve in your English, you can contact me at smartenglishcoach.com slash contact. The link for that again is https dot dot slash slash smartenglishcoach.com slash contact. Coming up in the next episode, we're going to look at some common speaking mistakes to avoid at advanced level. Speak soon.